Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 54 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing what good posture looks and feels like, why it matters, and the three most important things to pay attention to so that your good posture isn't exhausting. Now, I'll be the first to admit that my posture sucks. (laughs) And I think that's true for anyone who sits or stands or uses a phone. I mean, it just is the nature of gravity and the way our bodies were built. Now, I studied classical piano for eight years as I was growing up, pretty much my entire elementary to high school career, so to speak. I was playing piano every single day. And my music teacher, Mrs. Wiggins, was always a stickler for how you stood at the piano. And even to this day, I sit down on the piano bench and immediately I have pristine posture and it is effortless. It's interesting how it's super contextual because outside of piano, I was overcorrecting my posture. And as a vertically challenged person, I'm 5'1", I did what a lot of us do, which is sticking your chest out to make yourself appear taller. And it came at the cost of my mid-back getting super tight and grouchy pretty much always. I still have this super vivid memory of, I believe it was seventh grade English. And I was sitting in my chair and I tried to sit up straight and I couldn't do it. I think I lasted about five seconds before it was just so exhausting, right? We can agree it's exhausting to have good posture. And so I'm going to share with you today why that happens, why it feels so exhausting, and the three most important things to focus on. Because I think sometimes we can get so tied up in this concept of posture that we sort of lose sight of what actually matters. And posture really truly is the key to a stronger body. It is the key to a stronger core. You get stronger with everything that you do when you are in better positions because your muscles are in their best positions to support you. And really, it's about getting back to body basics, right? Back to a simpler time where we weren't on our phones 24-7. As a total side note, that screen time feature on your iPhone is really, really, really disappointing. I don't want to know how much I use my phone. I mean, I do, but I don't. (laughs) So, What is good posture? Posture is defined as the position or bearing of the body, whether characteristic or assumed for a special purpose, which says absolutely nothing about position and how it affects your body and what it even is. And I think that's also where I got tripped up with posture was I thought it had to look a certain way without understanding the underlying kind of structural setup of posture. Now, 
I know I said I have bad posture and that's because listen, posture is not something that you will just fix and then you're perfect all of the time. As I'm standing here, yes, I do stand when I record talking to you. I am standing in very good posture because it's where my brain works best. I write in standing as often as possible because sitting just turns my brain off. And if you are thinking like, well, how do I know if I need to fix my posture? Well, how does your neck feel most days? How does your upper back feel? How about your lower back? Because tension and pain in these locations can a thousand percent be changed by just changing your posture. And posture is this living, breathing, dynamic thing. There's no nirvana, no perfect endpoint where, you know, you're done, you fixed your posture, and then everything is gravy from here. It's not that at all. One thing I tell my Movement Mavens members is to practice awareness, not perfection. Because when you take what I teach you today and use it as a tool to start paying better attention, not using it to punish yourself for not being perfect and then just giving up altogether, that's when you start to really make changes. Because we're having to reprogram our brain. When you change your posture, you're reprogramming your brain to use a new position as your set point. And so it takes time and it takes awareness, but it certainly doesn't take perfection at all. So the three most important parts to focus on when it comes to good posture are your head, your ribs, and your feet. And you may have heard other points from other people, but I'm going to focus on these three because I think that focusing here is the easiest and most effective. So let's start with your head. Ideally, you want your ears right over your shoulders, and this puts your neck muscles in an optimal position to support the weight of your head because your head is actually pretty heavy. And you might have heard that your head weighs about 12 pounds, which is true. Your brain is liquid. It's heavy. It's solid. There's a lot of stuff going on up there. And every inch your head comes forward from the top of your shoulders, that's an additional 10 pounds of work for your upper back and neck to do. It's all physics. A longer lever is more work. This is why bending your elbow when you're doing upper body weights makes the work easier. A shorter lever is less work. So think of the stacking. It's like a bowling ball on top of a tiny toothpick. And if you're wondering like, well, wait, that design makes zero sense. You are designed to have maximal range of motion in your neck so that you can scan the horizon, you can hunt, you can pick berries, that you can do all of the things. So it makes sense for how we evolved, but it doesn't make sense for working on a computer or on a phone. I get you. Because when your head is always forward, that's when we get into a situation of text neck, which you might have heard. This is when the head is forward. There's typically some common muscular imbalances that show up, specifically that the deep neck flexors that help to keep your head stabilized over your shoulders are super weak, a tension in the base of your skull in the suboccipitals, and a grouchy upper back that's just trying to hold everything together. Now, you may have also heard, I believe this was about a year, maybe longer than that, but a study out of Australia was looking at x-rays of teenagers, and they found that a lot of teenagers are starting to grow a little bony extra bit at the base of the skull. Now, of course, they called it a horn, and it sounded so awful, uh, but your body's going to grow bone wherever it needs, and that means that where you hold yourself and your posture can make 
bony changes, permanent changes to your body. So get your head on top of your shoulders. It's going to feel weird. It's going to feel exhausting. But the more often you do it, the better it will be in the long run. Remember, practice awareness, not perfection. Now, if getting into this shape creates any tension or you feel any resistance, that would be a great place to use your body work to grab a pair of therapy balls and get to work on whatever tension is resisting you. But let's talk about your ribs. So a common postural fault that happens in the rib cage is that rib pop forward. And I talked about this too, popping my chest forward to try to appear taller. Ideally, you want the front of your rib cage and really where the two halves of your rib cage come together uh, to sit right on top of your pelvis. So it's a straight line from the front of your rib cage right to the front of your pelvis. And this is completely independent of whatever your soft tissues are. We're talking about bony, I was going to say undercarriage, but your bony structure. You want your bony structure to be stacked. And this rib pop, if you're like, I don't do a rib pop, I want you to pay attention the next time you put something overhead, whether it's a weight or not a weight, you're probably popping your ribs. Uh, This is also super common during core work that rib pop, even doing leg lifts and things laying on the ground, uh, the ribs pop up off the ground all the time. Um, And even if you're just trying to sit up straight, again, that rib pop, that chest puffing, super, super, super common. And the problem with this is that it creates tension through the middle of your back, but it also overstretches through the front of your abdomen. So remember, we've talked about this before, that muscles have an ideal position and an ideal length that they like to contract because they only pull, they don't push. So if you are overstretched through the front of your body and compressed and shortened through the back of your body, well, all of those muscles on the front of your body are less effective at doing their job because they're starting from an overstretched position. So your core muscles are less effective. And pretty much everybody I talk to lists core strength as one of their top goals. So here's an easy fix, right? Just get your rib cage right on top of your pelvis, have that balance from the front of your body to the back of your body, and you will put your core musculature in a position that's more beneficial and advantageous for them doing their job. Now, another reason to highlight the rib position is because what your diaphragm is doing. And your diaphragm is your primary breathing muscle. It's like a big dome shape right in the center of your rib cage. It lines actually the bottom six of the ribs and it acts like a piston. So every time you breathe in like 20,000 times a day, uh, the diaphragm flattens out and creates pressure downwards into your guts and then recoils and comes back up to that dome shape. So when your ribs are popped forward, that pressure of your diaphragm, instead of being pointed and directed towards your pelvic floor, is now applying all of its pressure to the front of your abdominal wall. So this, on top of the muscles not being in an ideal position to do their job, it also creates issues with core weakness. Because your core is more than just six-pack abs. So we see issues of separation of the fascia at the front of the abdomen called diastasis recti and other issues with the abdominal wall. Just that pressure over long term just starts to weaken the connective tissue and the muscles there. They're weak because they're not in ideal positions. And diastasis and these other abdominal wall issues, they're not just limited to pregnancy or women. So you're not excused. You got to get your rib cage right over your pelvis and start to pay attention to what your ribs are doing throughout your day. 
And rib position is a little bit harder to become aware of, but the more often you can just drop your ribs without dropping your head, the better off and happier really your entire upper body will be. And so that's an important thing to note is that your ribs drop, but your head doesn't come forward. So you have to find that balance of head position and rib position and not compromise one for the other. And I'm going to tell you now, it's going to feel like work because you're asking muscles to work in ways that they probably haven't worked before, or maybe it's just been a really long time. So stick with it. Awareness, not perfection. It's going to take time. It's also going to feel really weird. You're going to feel like you're slouching, but that's just because your brain has mapped the puffed forward or ribs forward, rib pop position as neutral or quote unquote normal. And so we're literally reprogramming our brain and our nervous system and all of our proprioceptors to use a different set point. So it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel like work. Just stick with it. I promise it's going to pay off and it's going to be worth it. So the third thing to focus on, we did head, getting your head right on top of your shoulders. We talked about your ribs and getting your rib cage right over your pelvis. Let's talk about your feet. So in episode 51, I talked about how walking with your feet turned out affects your body. And so for better posture, you want your feet pointed forward-ish. It's not perfectly parallel for everyone, but in general, having your feet turned out is going to dump a lot of force and pressure into your knees, into your arches, and into places that just don't really want it nor need it. So try to keep your feet parallel. Again, every time you notice, you just look down, you're like, huh, my foot's turned out, and see if you can get your feet pointing forward-ish. Remember, awareness, not perfection. It's going to take time. You're going to find that you keep defaulting when you're tired, when you're not thinking about it to your old positions. But after a while, and I'm just going to say a while because it's going to depend from person to person, you'll know what it feels like to stand in good posture. You'll be able to catch yourself when you are not in good posture. And any you know, tension in your neck, in your upper back, in your shoulders, you'll be even more acutely aware of what positions exacerbate it because you have better posture overall. And that's the thing that getting into better positions is actually less work for your body to maintain. It's less energy because muscles that were designed to just be, you know, short effort, like your biceps, for example, your biceps wasn't designed to be on all day, every day. And there are muscles that are designed to be on all day, every day. Stabilizers, right? Your soleus in your lower leg underneath your calf muscle, uh, that gastrocnemius, that was designed to be on all day, every day so that you don't fall over and you know, smash your pretty face. Um, But things like your upper traps, upper trapezius, not designed to be on all day, every day. So It truly is less work energetically to stack yourself because of physics, right? And the idea of longer levers being more work, it's less work to be in good posture. And if you have been struggling with injuries or tension, getting your posture on point is really going to help you break out of that cycle. And it's something that you can do in moment by moment throughout your day. Like right now, check your posture, head, ribs, feet, what are they doing? And then make that adjustment and move about the rest of your day. It really truly can be as simple as that and a little bit every day of awareness and making those micro adjustments, doing body work where you need, and then doing activations and strengthening where you need is enough to change your body and get rid of pain. So I'm teaching a free workshop next week that's gonna teach you all of this and more, and specifically how to get stronger without getting hurt. 
Because as you know from this episode and all the others, getting stronger is the key to keeping yourself injury-free. But if you're struggling with pain and injuries now, building strength consistently is hard. And there's so much conflicting information about what you should do and what you shouldn't do and what's right and what's wrong. So in this free workshop, I'm going to teach you the major mindset shift that's going to help you move beyond basic stretching. So if you've been doing a lot of stretching and it's not really helping, we will talk about how to make a shift so that you can supercharge your stretching. I'll also teach you how to plan for pain so you know exactly which exercises are going to help you stay flexible and injury-free and that will take you less than 15 minutes a day. I'll teach you how to unlock your tension so you can get to the root of what's going on and not just keep trying to put out little fires. So if your hips are always tight but impossible to strengthen, then you need to understand how to unlock your tension. And I'll also share how to focus on the foundations so that you can move well, maintain your body, and maximize your strength just by moving throughout your day with what you're doing. So we've talked about posture. That's a big piece of this. And we'll go even deeper into the three foundational movements that you have to, have to, have to master if you want to build sustainable strength without getting hurt. So I'll put the link to sign up in the show notes, or you can head on over to aewellness.com slash workshop to sign up. It's completely free. There is a replay if you can't make it live, but you're going to want to come live because I have a really exciting giveaway for you if you are there in person. So I want to know, how's your posture? Is it something that you've been working on or you plan to work on? What did you notice as soon as you started to pay attention to head, rib, and feet position, foot position, feet position. Send me a DM or tag me on Instagram. I'm at Famala, or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to listen today. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope that you got some fun movement in today as you were listening, or at least you got something planned on the horizon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And even better, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and leave a review. It helps other body nerds find the show. And the algorithm, it helps the algorithm. Really just lets the podcast player know that you enjoy the show and that other people might enjoy it too. Or just share it with someone who needs to hear it today. Share it with whoever tells you to stand up straight all the time and tell them that they should also be standing up straight. (laughs) So here's to asking better questions, moving more, standing taller, and getting nerdy. Thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.